Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Anonymous. And I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. And as always, I am glad you're with me. gift. I don't know if you feel that way about it or not, but I certainly do. Glad to be here. Tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow is not promised at all to anyone. So this is it. Starting gun went off. This is it. It's happening right now. And uh, I am so grateful that I'm sober. I'm not a spokesman for Alcoholics Anonymous, as I've said many, 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 many times. I'm one ding ding. But I'm going to ring the bell here. <laughs> Why not? So I don't know. If you're struggling or not, most people that I know, alcoholic and not, are struggling with something or someone. I talk to a lot of alcoholics that I don't sponsor every day. And I hear about what they're going through and the adventures and a lot of them are new and a lot of them been around for a while, year, two, and uh, I'm always thinking of ways I could be helpful with this show. I'm always thinking of things I might be able to share that will help someone, because I have been through it. I have made this all complicated. I've been there already. It's not complicated today. I have had the obsession to drink and lived with it, and it's not there today. I have been drenched in fear and spent a lot of time like that in early recovery. I'm not there today. So I want to help. That's what this is about for me, this podcast. And uh, so I'm always thinking, you know, what should I talk about that would help someone? 
I remember when I was struggling all the times, the days and the months and the years during which I struggled and I want to help. When I was new in sobriety and for years, I believed that if you were standing in front of me, I was supposed to listen to you and I was supposed to take what you said seriously and I was supposed to learn from it and I was supposed to trust it and I was supposed to value it and I was supposed to, I mean, I just thought, I thought that, well, here's someone in front of me and everything happens for a reason and this is God's will and and I better listen to what this person has to say and oh wow this person's in my life now that must be because I'm supposed to be with this person it must be God's will and oh wow here's this person you know it must be God's will here they are they're right in front of me I I don't know if this is going to make sense or if this is making sense but I really felt that way for a long time and I don't feel that way anymore. And this is going to bring me to today's topic, which is discernment and judgment. And what's the difference? And because in the community of recovery, in my experience, You're really, if you think or say anything short of glowing about anyone, you're being judgmental and you're wrong and you got to do an inventory and you got to find your part and you must be jealous of them or they must be doing something that you do also. And it's just like you're not, it's just you're bombarded with bottom line, a bunch of total fucking bullshit gets co-signed and accepted. I know a lot of people who are afraid to express anything um, not glowing about someone, no matter who they are, no matter what they do. Oh, he had sex with a newcomer in the bushes out there and he's sober 20 years? You know, I don't want to judge him. I'm not making that up. I've heard things like that. And worse, countless times. And that's crazy to me. Discernment is really important and it's it's a it's a it's a big reason why i have a peaceful life today is because of discernment and i'm going to read you the definition of discernment if you don't know it perception in the absence of judgment 
with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding, perception in the absence of judgment. Perception in the absence of judgment. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means I could watch someone and say, you know what? The person's shady. Or that person's, you know, saying one thing but doing another. And they don't seem to want help, and I don't think I want to be around them. In the community that I'm in, if you say something like that, you are attacked and thought of as just not working a good program. Because judgment is um, how that is perceived. And discernment is so important. I have an analogy with a dog. Maybe I've shared it on here. I'm sure I have. Like I think about a golden retriever who, you know, treats everyone the same. Doesn't really have discernment. Oh, you're my owner. You take me to the vet. You buy me food. You pour it. You give me water. You give me shelter. You pet me. You take care of me. You protect me. I'm going to wag my tail and lick your hands when you come in. You're my owner. Oh, who's this? You're here to rob the house? Oh, I'm going to wag my tail and lick your hands. Whereas I think of a German shepherd, for example, of a dog that uses discernment. Oh, you're my owner. You feed me. You pet me. You give me shelter. You take me to the vet. You take care of me. You protect me. Well, I'm going to... I'm going to... Lick your hand and wag my tail when you're around. And I'm going to protect you too. Oh, who's this? Someone's coming to rob the house? I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way I could... It's a great way to... Illustrate discernment. And a lack thereof. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that you should be rude to anyone. Ever. I'm not talking about being cold or rude. I'm talking about 
the importance of choice, who you choose to let into your life, to whom you grant access, and keeping with that analogy, um, I, you know, I was a golden retriever for 10 years. And so I let a lot of people in my life that hurt me. And I let a lot of people in my life that, you know, literally and figuratively, figuratively robbed me and took, weakened, did not have my best interest anywhere on the radar. But I was a golden retriever. And again, one of the one of the big reasons why there is so much peace in my life today is because of discernment. So I'm not a golden retriever today. I don't I don't automatically honor people anymore. I honor principles, the principles that I just described. If you are going to rob my house and take from me and this and that, and I don't care if you're a family member. I don't care if I've known you my whole life. I don't care what your deal is. I'm using discernment. And you're out. I don't give a shit. I'm going to automatically honor someone just because. Anymore. I did that for a really long time. To do that anymore. Now I'm looking at different things. I'm trying to use discernment. Who's who's in my life and who isn't, and why. And you know, you might be hearing this, and you might be thinking this sounds judgmental. Definitely wouldn't surprise me if somebody was thinking that because um, it's very popular to, like I was saying at the beginning of this, just, you know, perceive anything, any type of discernment as judgment. And there is a big difference. As a matter of fact, again, discernment is the absence of judgment. Saying I'm better than. looking down on anyone. Perception in the absence of judgment. It's so important. So I don't know. So are you a golden retriever? Or are you a German shepherd? So I always think one of the one of the reasons why this seems spiritually sound to me is the following. If I am really wonderful 
two. Somebody who robs my home. And I treat someone who robs my home, metaphorically, not literally, necessarily. If I treat the robber the same as I treat the person who protects me and feeds me and is good to me, what value am I putting on the person who's treating me well? What value, how do they matter at all? How do they matter? Oh, you make my life better? Okay, well, you know, I'll wag my tail and lick your hands. Oh, you make my life way worse? I'll wag my tail and lick your hands. The guy who's, the girl who makes your life better, what are you saying about her or him? You're saying it doesn't matter. You're just shitting on good. That's how I started to see it, and that's how it started to shift when I started to see if I treat people who treat me poorly the same as I treat people who treat me well, I'm treating the people who treat me well very poorly. I'm saying that doesn't mean anything. You don't have to do anything. I'll treat everybody the same. Nothing means anything. You could be a wonderful person, very thoughtful, or you could be a piece of shit, and you're getting the same openness, and you're getting the same everything. doesn't matter. doesn't seem right, does it? Have you ever thought about this? Maybe you've already thought about it a lot. Maybe you've never thought about it. Maybe right now you're thinking, oh shit, I'm a golden retriever and I don't want to be. I mean, that would be the biggest purpose in my mind of doing this show, is for anyone who's having that revelation. Something to mull over, think about, pray about, contemplate. So, yeah. They used to say when I was new, stick with the winners. That was a way of trying to help you exercise discernment. It wasn't judgmental. They really really were not saying anything in any of the conversations I had, or in my perception anyway, that other people were losers. They weren't putting anybody down. They were saying... Stick to the people who are into action, who are going to elevate you and elevate your program. Don't hang out with people who are not going to do that, who are going to drag you down and make an already difficult road more challenging. That's what I always took that to mean. 
But today, if you say stick with the winners, you know, three or four people come out of the woodwork and what am I a loser? Are you calling me a loser? It's just it's it's not I always took it to be um, the seeds of discernment in my life. And uh, I was really bad at it for a really long time. Like I said, I just, I was really bad at it. Really bad at it. But who do you hang out with? And why do you hang out with them? Why? The people in your life who are really amazing to you. You know, do they get special treatment? Because maybe they should. Or is everybody being treated the same? The people who are good to you and the people who are not good to you. And, you know, this is just a bunch of principles kind of that I'm talking about. And this is going to look different for everyone. But it's just some stuff to think about. Some, Some stuff to maybe put on your radar. Maybe it will help. So, that's it for the day. Yeah. A little while ago, a friend of mine was in the hospital, and he was afraid, and he was anxious, and so I was just making up jokes for him on the spot. And, uh, I'll share one of them with you. It's not good, but I'll share it. Because I was just, I was just, I was writing the joke before I knew where I was going. I was just, you know. So I wrote, why do, why do all doctors wear lab coats? And he texted back, I don't know. And I texted back, because pit bull coats are too dangerous. I feel like I owe you amends now for that joke. Yeah, I'm going to talk to my sponsor about it. Maybe, maybe make amends to you for that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, labs, pit bulls, golden retrievers, German shepherds. Yeah. You know what? It doesn't say when you look up this podcast, this is funny. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say anything about it. No comedy in the headlines. Just pipe down. Don't be so judgmental. That's judgmental. No. That's actually probably discernment. All right, I'm going to just stop. And uh, on that note, <laughs> I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll